Well, hello, friends, and welcome to the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where we explore how to remain nimble and stay hopeful in the midst of adversity and uncertainty. I'm J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships. Well, I hope that your summer thus far has been a time of refreshment, reflection, and renewal. You know, one of the elements that I believe that leaders must develop is a prayer life is a life devoted to learning how to pray, to connect with God. Now, if you're a listener to this podcast and you would describe yourself as someone who's not all that spiritual, hang in there with me on this episode. I want to encourage you to lean into this episode with us because I'm convinced that this is essential for us to live resilient, flourishing, and dynamic lives. I'm convinced that prayer is the fuel for our lives. And if you're a person of faith, you'll probably agree with me on this. But many leaders, even many Christian leaders, would admit that they struggle with prayer. And at times, I have as well. Several years ago, I came across a book by Gary Thomas called Sacred Pathways, Discover Your Soul's Path to God. Now, I admit, when I saw the book, I was a bit, a bit skeptical about the title and the subtitle, believing that the book would be overpromising me something. But I quickly found myself saying, as I read the book, yes, Gary Thomas is truly on to something here. In fact, it not only impacted my own prayer life, but it also is a book that I now require in one of the seminary courses that I teach. And many of my seminary students have told me that it has transformed how they pray as well. Now, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you the nine spiritual pathways by Gary Thomas. Then we'll unpack each pathway briefly. And then I want to see if you can identify your pathway and how you might integrate it into your life. So what are sacred pathways? Let's start there. Sacred pathways are spiritual temperaments or personalities that God creates in human beings so that we can connect and worship him in unique ways. Now, nine different spiritual styles or sacred pathways or prayer personalities, whatever you want to call them, but we all love and connect with God in different ways. God created us to be with different personalities where we gravitate towards certain types of practices and prayers, where we feel more alive, more in tune, aligned with God when we engage with them. They seem to come more naturally to us, and we find it easier to, con to connect with God in some ways. Others will find to be more natural in some other ways, and that's great. By the way, you don't necessarily have just one and only one pathway. You may have a primary and maybe a secondary pathway, or you may connect with two or three, but almost everyone has some sort of major and some sort of minor. Now, you may be wondering, what are these nine spiritual uh, pathways or nine temperaments. Well, here you go. Let me list these briefly and then we'll unpack them. The first one, number one is naturalist. These are people who love God best outdoors. They worship God in the midst of God's creation. They celebrate his majesty and discover spiritual truths through nature. The second is sensates. Sensates, they love God through their senses. These are people who worship, have sensual experiences, sight, like they love looking at art or sound. They love listening to music or maybe even smells. They just love using their senses as a way of connecting with God. Number three are traditionalists, those who love God through religious symbols and rituals that may have hundreds, if not thousands of years of history. 
These people worship through the traditions and sacraments of the church, and they like structure and repetition, kind of like weekly liturgy as a way of connecting with God. Number four are those who are ascetics. These are people that love God in the midst of simplicity and solitude. They can worship God through prayer and being quiet over long periods of time uh, without noise and distraction, and they are fueled by it. They're not scared by silence. They love it. Number five are activists. These are people that love God through confrontation. They're fighting for godly principles and values. They worship through their dedication and participation in God's truth about social causes, uh, social justice issues in the world. They feel most alive when they're doing that. Number six, care, caregivers. These are those who love God by serving others. They worship by giving of themselves. They may uh, care for people who are sick or disabled or adopt a prisoner and write to them regularly. They donate time at a shelter. Um, these are caregivers. Number seven, enthusiasts. They love God through mystery and through celebration. They love God with all of their heart and they just love to celebrate it and show it with passion and emotion and enthusiasm with every ounce of their physical body. And number nine are contemplatives. These are people that love God through Adoration. They worship God by just being attentive and really resonating with the deep love and intimacy of God. They have an active prayer life already. Uh, And then the last one, nine, these are intellectuals. These are people who aren't just brilliant. They love God with their mind and their heart. They're opening, they're open to new attentiveness and trying to understand new things about God. This idea of study and learning and intellectual pursuits, again, it doesn't mean they're brilliant, but it means they just love doing it. They love learning for the sake of learning, and it helps them connect with God even further. Now, let's dig into those just a little bit deeper, because in those nine sacred pathways, there are some spiritual practices or some action steps that you can take to lean into that. If you heard me talk about this, uh, the naturalists that are listening in that love God outdoors, out in nature, here are some ways that you could engage in this. Maybe you go for a prayer walk. Maybe you go for a prayer walk out in the woods rather than in your office uh, where you can just unplug from electronic devices uh, that might interrupt relationships. Maybe you take a break from email and you just enjoy uninterrupted time with God. If you're a sensate where you find that you love God with your senses, using your five senses, embracing those senses as a way of connection with connecting with God, then here are some practices you could use. Celebration. Celebration as a way of engaging in actions that orient your spirit, using those senses in a celebratory way. Some people pray in color where they get uh, their, you know, they doodle and they paint and they draw um, and and they just are able to draw pictures as a way of connecting with God. Or you maybe you engage with communion in a way because so many of the senses are engaged with communion. If you're a traditionalist, maybe for you, you love God through ritual and symbol, it's liturgical prayer. Uh, maybe it's fixed hour prayer. You pray maybe at nine, at noon, at 3 p.m. Maybe you set an alarm on your phone that rings. If you're an ascetic, uh, loving God through solitude and simplicity, maybe just spending time uh, in silence, maybe you want to go away for a cabin for a day or two um, and just live simply and quietly. If you're an activist and you love God through confrontation, uh, engage in issues of social justice. Engage in intercessory prayer where you go to prayer meetings. Maybe you are go on prayer walks or healing prayer can be a part of that. 
If you find that you are a care a caregiver, number six, caregiving, you love God by loving others, look to serve. Look to offer hospitality, maybe mentor others in that. And then if you're an enthusiast, um, engage in that celebration or conversational prayer or worship where you can truly offer your whole body as a way of doing that. Number eight, if you're a contemplative, you love God through adoration, maybe you engage in breathing prayer or centering prayer. These are things that you can Google very easily. And number nine, if you're an intellectual, you love God with your mind. Maybe it's engaging in studying the Bible or memorizing together or or teaching other people what you're learning. These are all ways that you can engage in these spiritual practices together. Two final thoughts as you think about these nine prayer practices or personalities. Remember that we are a mixture of different pathways. Don't just rely on one approach to connect with God each and every time. You're more likely to be a mix of a few. So I want to encourage you to try and to vary it up from time to time because you may learn and connect with God in new ways. And then the other the other thought I wanted to leave you with is that temperaments change. As you grow and mature in life, you may find that your temperaments change as well. You may grow into different pathways just as you grow into different pairs of clothes or shoes. So don't be surprised if those might change over the months or the years of your life. As a leader, see if you can find your pathway or pathways to God and engage with God this summer. Try out a few practices. And if it isn't fitting on for size for you, try something else. See if you can lean into who God has created you to be, because prayer is the fuel, not just for resilient leadership, but for all of life. Now, the Resilient Leaders podcast is produced, engineered, and kissed with a seal of quality and approval by the highly, highly talented and creative Joel Limbowen, founder of On A Limb Productions. Check out his great work at onalimproductions.com, including some of the videos that he's done for me, which are listed on his website. The leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, prayer is the fuel, not just for leadership, but for our entire lives. Lean into your prayer personality, your, your sacred pathway, and see if you can meet God in new and significant ways this summer. 